Welcome to the Forward Healing Project. This is a weekly podcast where we acknowledge the challenges and grief experienced with infertility and miscarriage. Through honest and real talk, we will share stories, explore emotions, and seek healing by reclaiming, redefining, and renewing what it means to heal a hopeful heart. Welcome to the Forward Healing Project podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Allen. I'm humbled and honored to be a part of your journey and grateful that you're a part of mine. If you're not already following me on Instagram, I'm at Forward Healing Project and also Healing Hopeful Hearts. You can listen to past episodes on most podcast platforms you subscribe with, and any shares and ratings are always appreciated. This week's episode is on the fact that healing is not linear. If we think about it, few things are. So why would we expect our healing to be? Our lives are not linear. Sure, we're born, we live, we die. But there are a lot of ups and downs and twists and turns that come in between being born, living, and dying. Our work is not linear. Yes, we wake up, we go to work, we do our work, we come home. But lots of bumps and stop gaps and redirections and pivots occur in those eight hours. Few things are linear. So let's define linear. The first two definitions that pop up when you Google linear are arranged in or extending along a straight or nearly straight line. And second, progressing from one stage to another in a single series of steps, sequential. A straight line, sequential. That sounds lovely, doesn't it? Nice and neat, orderly, and even predictable. I am personally a big fan of logic. I like things to be neat and orderly. I like knowing what's next. I like knowing the results of an action. I've been accused on more than one occasion of being overly analytical, too logical. Shame on me. But alas, despite my best efforts, few things in my life are linear. My faith is not linear. I have ups and downs, times of great fruitfulness and times of spiritual dryness. There's a great phrase that God draws straight with crooked lines. He has to, because we creatures do few things in straight lines. He has to work within the crooked. So our healing should not be expected to be linear either. We should expect to have days where we shoot forward in our healing and find joy in times that previously tore us apart. And we will have times where we feel like we will never breathe again. Times it feels like we will never feel joy. And then in a moment, we find that joy again. And we see that we have taken a step forward. You will experience days when everything makes you cry And then look back and see it's been days or even weeks where you haven't suffered. 
I think it's important for us to be aware of these facts. The facts that the fact that nothing is linear, especially in matters of the heart and perhaps even the soul. But we cannot allow the times we stumble or the times we crumble to set us back. And these are not setbacks because healing is not linear. With each stumble, each wobble, each bad day and trying moment, we learn. In those moments, we are given the opportunity to grow, to learn, and to become stronger. In C.S. Lewis's A Grief Observed, Lewis says, for in grief, nothing stays put. One keeps on emerging from a phase, but it always reoccurs. Round and round, everything repeats. Am I going in circles, or dare I hope I am on a spiral? But if I am on a spiral, am I going up or down? How often will it be for always? How often will the vast emptiness astonish me like a complete novelty and make me say, I never realized my loss till this moment. The same leg is cut off time after time. Now, Lewis was writing about the loss of his wife. But I think, and I've had people disagree with me on this, but I think on some level, grief is grief. And when we lose a pregnancy or struggle to conceive, I think what Lewis describes holds true. The same leg is cut off time after time. He later wrote in the same book, something quite unexpected has happened. It came this morning early for various reasons, not in themselves at all mysterious. My heart was lighter than it had been for many weeks. And isn't that grief and healing? It feels like our limbs are repeatedly removed. And then one day we feel lighter because healing and grief are not linear. I read something and I don't think it's terribly theologically sound, but perhaps it is that God continues to put similar challenges in our lives until we learn the lesson we are meant to learn. I've heard that God gives us challenges to learn to rely on him. Again, I'm not sure that's correct, but I understand the concept. And I'm not sure that last part was helpful, but I think we need to try to understand our grief. I think we need to step outside of our pain and try to find the purpose and meaning. And we may not, but I found it helpful at times. And at times I felt like it was cruel and savage that I should have to suffer the loss of a child, the loss of a dream. And then I feel light and grateful for the life that I have just as it is. There are times that I look at a beautiful family and think, I still want that. I would still be open to that even as I barrel down on turning 46. And then I think, my God, I cannot imagine doing this at this age. And then the guilt and fear creep in to balance the scales of my confusion. And I wonder, where am I really on my own healing? But then I need to remember and embrace 
that healing is not linear. Now, I'm a fixer. If there's something off, I work to right the wrong. But I had to come to terms with the fact that healing is not a problem to be solved. It's a messy process. There's no order. It's about an ongoing constant desire to find joy. And when we look at the fact that faith and life are not linear, our thoughts are not linear, we have no choice but to see it's a messy, crooked process, this business of healing. We tell ourselves that we are fine and healing and we move past the pain because it's easier sometimes to just convince ourselves that we are healing. But we also have to process the grief and nothing about grief is linear. Think about the times we grieve on all different levels. The job you lost, the house you didn't buy, the loved one that was gone too soon. We look back and we wish we had said or done certain things differently. We hang on to the unknown and the unsaid, the things that we failed to do. They add to the loss and to the grief and they creep up on us. I don't know that we can fully let go of the things we regret, the things we miss, the pain we endured. But I do think that we can learn from these things. I think we can find fruit in the dead of winter. I think that the times we suffer, seeds are planted. And we can overlook and disregard those seeds in the moment, but those little seeds can and usually do grow into the fruits and flowers that allow us to heal. Oh, my man, Martin, he came to mind as I was writing. He has a quote. Every moment and every event of every man's life on earth plants something in his soul. For just as the wind carries thousands of winged seeds, so each moment brings with its germs a spiritual vitality that come to rest imperceptibly in the minds and wills of men. This concept sticks with me as I think about how even in our hardest moment, seeds are planted. Those seeds can grow into fruits for our future healing. Certainly not necessarily linear, is it? All this talk makes me think all this talk of seeds, rather, makes me think of plants. So bear with me as I work through a little analogy. I love plants. I have a ton of houseplants. And I have learned something about life and caring for these plants. Some grow when there is a lot of light and a lot of water, while others wither with too much light and too much water. I find succulents to be fascinating. By nature of being a succulent, they hold water in, le in their leaves and they do not require a lot of water because their roots are shallow and too much water in the soil causes rot. Other plants need constant moisture in order to thrive. And I think there's an interesting comparison to grief and healing here. Sometimes we need a lot of love and care and sometimes we need space to seek a different source of nutrients. Because just like healing is not linear, 
caring for plants is not linear either. It's a process. Each plant needs something different at different times. No plant is the same. No healing journey is the same. I was listening to a podcast recently, not mine, somebody else's. And it was this woman who had lost her husband at a very young age. She made the comment about how she hated when people would say, I know how you feel. Because they didn't. Even people that went through something similar. Her point was, we heal at different times and at different rates. Even if we have experienced something someone else has gone through. Just like those plants, we grow and thrive differently. We all grieve at a different pace. We all heal in different ways. Growth is not linear. Healing is not linear. I want to go back to the phrase I mentioned earlier, that God draws straight with crooked lines. When I first heard this, I was a little confused by it. And it took me a long time to fully understand what this meant. It means, to me anyway, that no matter how we get twisted up in our grief, how lost we get on this journey, that God can work in those crazy twists, turns, and seemingly dead ends to bring us back to him and to be brought back to him in full communion with him to see beyond our suffering and find joy and purpose and faith. I think that's what it means. That each time we take a step closer to him, we heal. But we slip again and again, don't we? A bad encounter, a thoughtless comment, a weak moment, and we can slide off the path of healing and back into the briar patch of our woundedness. But even when we fall back into that thorny thicket, those moments, we find healing, even just for a moment, because we've become stronger and wiser. When we fall back again and again, but each time it seems a little easier to rise again, maybe a little battered and bruised, but it gets easier each time. But we still slide, don't we? Because healing is not linear. Healing is not a smooth path. It can feel like it is when the road is clear and flat, but we will inevitably encounter challenges and choices, and so our smooth, straight path ceases to be linear. Our healing ceases to be linear. When we are suffering through miscarriage, childlessness, and infertility, we ask, How long will this pain last? How much longer will I be denied the happiness I desire? We think that the baby and the spouse will make it right. We think if we can just have this one thing that'll put everything back in order, everything will be okay. And perhaps you receive the thing you're seeking. Perhaps you find some happiness and peace But in the event that you do not receive these things, and perhaps even if you do receive them, you still need to work to heal the wounds caused by the long, winding, and scary path of grief. 
We need to process our grief and accept that we'll always that it will always creep back. I've shared about times when I was graced with the joy of being around babies and children. And I have shared about times when being around children and babies have ripped at my heart because I'm still grieving. And maybe to some degree, I always will be. But I'm always also on the path to healing. And even at the times when I am broadsided by grief, I'm healing. Because healing is not linear. Healing does not only occur in the times when things are going well. I might even argue that healing only occurs in the times when we are struggling. Maybe real healing is born only when we are suffering. The times we are happy and joyful on this journey are the fruits of the healing, not the moment of. I'm going to pretend that made sense to somebody outside of my own brain. I think my point in all of this is that we need to see our times of pain and suffering are not for naught. There are fruits and seeds planted in every moment we suffer, every moment of confusion and anger. A few years ago, on my first silent retreat, I was having a full-blown high-speed come apart on my spiritual director, and he asked me if I was angry at God. And I replied, I'm not angry. I'm pissed off. He asked me the difference, and I wasn't sure, but I did not want to admit that I was angry, and for some reason, it seemed better to say that I was pissed off. But I think that that was a real breakthrough for me. There was real seeds of healing planted in that moment. In that hurt-filled, tear-soaked moment, there were seeds of healing. It was a breakthrough for me, and great consolation followed. And because healing is not linear, I had to wrestle with God for a bit to see that he had other plans for me. I did not care for his plans, but I was also in a place where I needed to trust him. So I kicked and screamed and cried because the seeds of healing that were being planted were foreign to me. It was confusing and scary. Things that are linear are not confusing and scary. They are known and clear. So it had to be healing because healing is not linear. When we harvest the seeds of our healing, it feels good. We can see it. But I think the real growth the real, hap- the real healing happens in the mess, in the crooked, in the confusion, and in the thicket of thorns and thatch. I think if we can remember that, if we can for a second see that our suffering is planting the seeds to our ultimate healing and resting in the trust that God is working to straighten our crooked lines, we can find joy. I think... If we can let go of the idea that things only make sense if they occur in neat and orderly ways, we can find our way to the other side. We can step off the crooked path to one that is straight, one that we can see, if just for a moment, that God is working for our happiness and God is undoing the confusion to bring us to a place where we can see and feel and believe that even though we have suffered, it is in our suffering that we are healing.
because healing is not linear. I think when we are on a healing journey, it's important to manage expectations, especially of ourselves. I think it's important to give ourselves some mercy and some grace. When we are seeking healing, when reaching for a time when our hearts will not ache, I think we need to remember that in our lowest and most confusing times, we are actually getting stronger. We are planting seeds for a future moment of joy and relief. Maybe this can help you when you're struggling to see any good that can come from your pain. Maybe knowing that your pain is helping create growth in the future can ease some of the grief. Next time you're frustrated on the healing path, try to remember that healing is not linear and give yourself a little mercy. I hope this feeling, I hope this episode brings you some forward healing in the sense that perhaps you can connect and relate to these feelings. I hope this can help you normalize your feelings and see that you are not alone. And if you're feeling these things too, there is hope for healing when you seek it and when you allow yourself to invite God into those places you need filled. I hope you continue to walk with me on this path to forward healing. 